face. All right. <laughs> oh, that calls for a celebration, don't it? What you got there? So oh, poro, so man. You make slaporo, me, bro. Slaporo, you make me want to have sushi, bro. Woo. Hey, lift, clink. Separate my lips. Mm. Mm. And this is one of those beers mm. that get, gets away from you if you don't mm. watch it. Mm -hmm. you got to put it in just the right place. It's so... Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, what are we what are we doing this week, buddy? Well, we're, I, I want to say, come on over here, honey, and give me a little bit of your money. Oh, right? show them the money, That's dog. That's what we want from you. Here we go. Here, one, two, three. Oh. cigarette i'm sorry i like your shirt oh yeah you like the band it's a good one is the band in yeah i've heard the band's not that man i i hear the band's making new music but 
They are. It's hard to tell. It's always hard to tell. <laughs> but we're still alive and well. I know now and then it's kind of hard to tell, but I'm still alive and well. <laughs> <sighs> Show number 104 for y'all. A hearty hello to Chris Harrelson. Yeah, a hearty hello. Chris. Uh, how, how's everybody doing on set? Is everybody doing all right? The problem is Chris got, has a bullhorn today. He's got that... <laughs> He's got that emergency speak going. And you know, he once you give him an inch of that, he's going to take a mile. He's, so. he's Chris Crowd Control Harrelson. Well, let's just keep it on the confidential, shall we? Crowd Control. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You better open up a honey that you love a more bee that's a rockin'. You better listen to me, sugar. All the cats are at the high school rockin'. Woo! Honey, get your poppin' shoes. For the jukebox, blow the fuse. Got everybody hopping, everybody popping, popping at the high school hop. Well, popping at the high school hop, kicking at the high school hop, rolling at the high school hop, moving at the high school hop. Everybody hopping, everybody popping, popping at the high school hop. like in high school man it's all eager and intense but didn't really really discuss the ending no we didn't but you had it right da, 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 da. i think he did a cha-cha-cha oh cha-cha-cha yeah. well i didn't have that right there we go yeah. <laughs> oh 
Well, did, did, now was that something you listened to when you were in high school? No, when I was in high school, we were listening to Cream, Jimi Hendrix, and Zeppelin, and that stuff. I was listening to this when I was a little. I just wee wondered. Pup. I just wondered. No, I mean I'm sure that I would, you know, try to hear that once in a while, but that wasn't what was. That's not what it was all about. It just all runs together now. You know what I mean? I want to go back even further. This is one of the very first records I ever heard. And I'm sure you'll be delighted with that because it was one of the first artists that you were into, right? Yes. As a kid. And uh, good old Hank Williams, you know. No one could sing him like Hank. And the thing is, this song would never be written or recorded today. Uh, You know, this is part of our uh, early... Wait a minute, well, but this was, uh, this was Johnny, or who was it? Was that? Well, Char- Hank, this Charlie Pride, right? Or who, Charlie Pride recorded this and had a hit with it in the 70s, but this was Hank Williams' song. This was recorded, and it was a hit after he passed away, so it was hmm. one of the last sessions, and he lived, uh, I don't know if he lived quite on a reservation, but he was near some land that there was a wooden Indian that was part of the town. It was Kalija County or something like that. And he would go there on retreats when he wasn't on the road just to get away from, you know, Nashville and Memphis and all that stuff. And he saw that wooden, wooden Indian, decided he wanted to write a story about it. And uh, I remember hearing this, and, you know, my dad would always get a big grin on his face when he'd hear these lyrics, but I wasn't old enough to really understand why he found it so humorous. Now, my exposure to this was the Charlie Pride version. Well, I sent that to you because I wanted you to hear how well Charlie Pride sang it. That's the one I remember. Oh, that's the one you remember. Oh, my gosh. It's like I got chills when I watching him perform that. It's like that dude, man, had a voice that... Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're going to... So it's... So it's... And held a tomahawk The maiden wore her bees and braids And hoped someday he'd talk Collide Too stubborn to ever show a sign Because his heart was made of naughty pine Customer bought the 
Indian maid And took her oh so far away But oh, Kalaja stay Kalaja still alive just so he could sit and hear me do that you know i thought about this on the way over here i was going i should have got my guitar and brought it over there and sang these songs to him while he was you know kind of going downhill you know it just never occurred to me to do that but i now you know that's if i have any regrets that's one of them i mean he's heard me sing a lot of times but you know i should have uh got out all these songs and done that. I think he would have appreciated that. So Now, I don't know how well we're going to do this with me just on acoustic because so much of this has to do with Stevie Ray Vaughan's sound and tone and that Leslie or whatever he was running that thing through. Chris, I don't know. I mean, when I play this, usually I use a, a flangey kind of thing, but it, it almost sounds like he was cutting through a like a Leslie or something. Could have been. I don't know. More than likely. Anyway, we're going to give this over, hand the reins over to Mr. Bruce Spencer. I think you're singing it. I am? <clears throat> Should I sing? I think I, I could sing some of it. All right, well, let's, we, we'll split it out. You start it. Michael. 
shot, baby. Yeah, it's a drag. There's a cold shot, baby. Oh, yeah, I love your band. Yeah. So sad. Isn't it? Bop, 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 bop. Aren't they all on the ups? Well, it's like, what is that? Is there a cold ending? I can't remember. I can't either. Well, I'm going to be learning well, it soon. It's a soon. cold shot, I'll tell you yeah, that. I'll be learning it soon again to play it with Lisa Phoenix. Oh, when are you playing that show? Uh, a few weeks. Oh, nice. Lisa Phoenix. Lisa Phoenix. Well, it's a blues. It's a blues song that we've probably collectively played maybe. Oh yeah, we've all five hundred times. But somebody else. Has I haven't played it. it very many times. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that was fun. I mean, it's different. not really the right thing different. to do for this, but I, I just like the tune. What? So what? Did, what? Not? What? What made you think of playing that? Uh, one? Because I remember well, because she sent me a text saying, "Oh, when, when are we going to rehearse? What's the set list?" And I thought, "Cold shots on there." I know. And I went, oh, let's, we should do that. You know, I can brush up on it on the show. You so know? that's not a 104 or any, there's really no purpose? No. Okay, no story behind it? No story, just. I mean, that's the story. I want, the story is we rehearse, this is a rehearsal for everything. So, you know. What, what, what's the story? What is the story? That doesn't even sound like it's on. So now, whose song is this? Waylon Jennings. Uh, Christopher is a big Waylon fan, I know that. And, uh. Last week he suggested one that we didn't do, along with Larry Norman. Yeah, so this week we're going to do one that he didn't <laughs> request, but I have heard so many times other people doing it. It's one of the few that I actually have not done. Really? But isn't it like one of his biggest hits? It is. I think it's gotten covered a fair amount of times, hasn't it? That as well. That may be why we chose not to. Yeah, it's a little bit too popular. Yeah, but if it's done correctly, nothing. Oh like man, it. don't set that tone for me now. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can get that opening riff <laughs> right. Let's see. Oh. Pop, pop. Critique has no place in the Coronasphere. Everybody knows you've been stepping on my toes And I'm getting pretty tired of it You've been stepping out of line Messing with my mind If you had any sense you quit Cause ever since you were a little teeny girl You said I was the only man of this whole world Now you better do some thinking But then you'll find you got the only daddy that'll walk the line Every day you want to play And I'm tired of staying out all night I'm a-coming unglued From your funny little moves Now honey baby that ain't right Cause ever since you were Just a little bitty girl You said I was the only man of this whole world Now you better do some thinking Then you'll find you 
walk the line got the better of me. I want to be able to do this one again, but uh, yeah. That's yeah, because I, I think I'm supposed to sing with that. That, and the words mm, just come the so... Only day that I should have took it a little slower. Line. I should have took it a slower because, man, those words just... You, you know? did good, though. You did good. <sighs> All right, well, we'll get, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, now this one. What's this? I mean, Let's this do is, another Hank Williams tune. This is one of those shows where, where Mike truly rolls up with this list of stuff that I'm just like so unfamiliar with. Well, I kind of do that myself. I mean, it's not like I have played these all of these before. I think what it is is that, you know, when I'm desperately trying to come up with stuff, things will come to mind, and it's like I don't really know them that well, but I think, gosh, man, I know that's a great tune, you know. I well, you have a vision for it sometimes. I mean, this is there's a thing going on here. I'm... I'll There's, probably I'll understand it once we're done doing it. Well, and I'll I've be able to look at it in its aggregate after we're done and say, <clears throat> "That's what he was trying to do." What I'm trying to do is get a little bit more—not more country, but more great country tunes. Mm. Because there's just some, you know, I want this to inspire us in our songwriting. You know, oh, Hank wrote this one. This I'm told this was the last tune he recorded before he died. I, that sounds apocryphal because it's just a little bit too creepy. Get me in, 
<laughs> now, one thing Hank never, ever did is what we just did, which Harmonize is the double the ending. Harmonize the verses? No, no, no. The double ending. <laughs> I don't know if he had people... Har you know, I don't know... He just harmonies. went straight through to the end, though. Yeah, he always just killed it. Um, part of it is because of the limitations of the technology at the time. They were putting these on 78s. They just Back then, I mean, there were some 45s starting to creep in, but most of those, every Hank Williams records I, I saw as a little kid was a 78. Straight and to the point. Yeah, and so they just, there wasn't time to, I can't recall if I ever heard anyone harmonizing with him. It seemed like he always just blasted. I thought it worked good. Oh, it did. I was very happy that you were in there <clears throat> saving me. I mean, I wouldn't have fired me on it. <laughs> Mm. Oh, now, oh here we go now. Okay, so uh, so this is on Stone's tune. Oh, wait a minute. Well, first of all, let's talk about a couple things. Now, if I just noticed your drums are back, or at least a certain kit is back. I'm, I'm, That's not the kit that was there before, is it? No. You want to talk about it? Well, a little? I'm just I'm doing a little uh, doing a little tribute or a little uh, little what is it? What's it? It's a uh, commemorative thing on the uh, on on Charlie Watts. What would they call it? It's celebration? A it's a, a celebration show. of life at a at a uh, at a theater with the unauthorized Rolling Stones, and um, I put together my little Charlie Watts uh, Maple Gretsch kit to do the gig. So I really I, like the uh, the kick. Oh, the calfskin. Yeah, the. Uh... Well, and and so this this is like many of the instruments that get stored, and you don't you don't use it that much. <clears throat> and I I love these drums, so I just. It was kind of cool to get a chance to bring them out and polish them up and get them ready for the show. Well, in light of that, I think I'm going to take another swig of Jack Daniel. <laughs> this is for all the non-drinkers. I think that calls for another slap. <laughs> <laughs> you want it? Oh, you no. got it. <laughs> oh, gosh. This show... This show is just 104. Going... I don't know. This is this is like it's one of those shows. It's kind it's, of in it's in its own lane. Yeah, it's like I don't know if I'm tired or just mentally deranged. I'm I'm um, actually I'm actually Are you tired? I'm, I'm kind of beat. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of beat today. But I'm happy to have everybody with us and uh you know, this is how we feel about everybody taking their time to hang out with us and dig just our whatever it is from we our do loving here. cup. The loving yes, cup loving of Doc cup Love and Bruce Spencer and Christopher T.
Man, that, was close. that comes more naturally to me. I mean, a lot of this other stuff, I feel like I'm reaching or I haven't really got it because I'm, you know, it's not like I play that music all the time. Whereas, dude, Stonesy music. These things totally are match. more where we live inside of. You know, you're doing it a lot with your that band, and you've done it bef- a lot on other gigs. I have never played this song on a gig. I don't even know if I've played it at home, but it's just right in there. You know, it's just one of those things that feels good. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good one. I'd like to do more from that Exile on Main Street record because that was a real high watermark. Ah, okay. So, are we are we near? Are we near? I don't know how near we are. We're getting there. What time is it, Chris? How much time do we have? Mm, A little bit. All right, getting close. Well, I guess this is a good time to tippage. Tip it, tip him, tipple me, PayPal dot me slash M I C R O seven seven S and and thank you for some of these ones that came in late. I thought we were gonna kind of buy the farm a little bit, and then all of a sudden these we got this great response that came at the last minute, and uh, we appreciate. We don't care when you tip; we're just glad that you tip. 
If you like Venmo, it's at M-I-C-R-O-7-7-S like Sam. And I'm going to bring this up again, and I hate to do this, but um, I have noticed numerous tips falling short of an even number. What that means is some of you are really wanting to get that to us fast, but that's not necessary because you end up spending money and we lose money as well. So don't worry about how quick it gets to us. It gets it comes quick no matter what. Just hit the thing, you know, send in three days, it's fine. Otherwise you get gouged, all right? If you want to make sure that we get all your money, write a check to 77's Limited, that's 77SLTD, and put it in an envelope, write that again, and then put P.O. Box 1441 Citrus. I'm about plum out of fruit. Heights. California. Going out on a precipice. (laughs) I cut him off. I thought it was going to happen with the bullhorn myself. You want to do it again? All right, P.O. Box 1441 Citrus. I'm about plum out of fruit. Heights. From the top of precipice. <laughs> California, 95611. Now, that deserves an extra tip. Everyone needs to give an extra one today. And and as always, it's a labor of love, man. No pressure. No, there's no pressure. Now, yeah, yeah, now send us your money. You don't have to do anything. But, I mean, like Mike says, if you want to give us a check for all your money, if you're, you know, if you're planning on maybe just kind of casting all your worldly goods aside and you know taking that taking yeah give me a little music taking that that long train trip off into the sunset you feel like just you you don't want to be burdened by all those worldly belongings and possessions send them to yes send all your unburden yourself of all that just we will gladly carry those burdens for you empty your pockets please
move up a step. Song. Yeah, it's a good one, man. That, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's Had to drag it out. Man, you just you, this is uh was that CSN or is that uh, Neil, Neil did it on uh, after the Gold you Rush just, and then they went and played it. You're and, just a Neil Young nailer. Well, you know Johnny Cash, Neil Young, Stones. These things. It's might good be, to try to do ones second. that you kind of can do. <laughs> kinda. You know another another artist that you you nail is is like Kinks, um, Doors. You nail that stuff too. We should do that one too. Who'll be the next in line? Who'll be the next in line for heartache? Who'll make the same mistakes I made over you? Who'll be the next in line? Who'll be the next in line for you? We got to do that one. That's well, such a great. What we got to start doing is that. We got to start just doing <laughs> oh, start, ra random pulls. Yeah, well, that's no preparation. I know. Just well, play. we might as well. Our band has done that for years. Just I've done in. it. In solo concert. I, half the concert is that because people are yelling stuff, and I kind of know it. You know, I kind of fake my way. Yeah. So yeah, you know that would be fun to do. So if you know, what would be fun would be for fans to send us a, a voice message yelling a song. Right, and we could do a compilation. That would and be then play it live. And just do it all like on the fly. Yeah, for ourselves in the room. Chris could play it for us, and then we could hear everybody yelling, and we could do one of the songs. <laughs> we got... and not know what they're going to yell. <laughs> that sounds good, huh? Well, yeah. If you have any bright ideas for the show, you know, maybe we need to do one of those drawing boxes where people send oh, no, in no, things, the, and then the we bingo, take the bingo ball. Is yeah, coming. take a risk. Yeah, and and I think some of the to go series when we go out and do some things i i think we've we've had enough requests to have mike with like an afternoon movement from a denny's or something you know do a little gravy and gravy and song we'll do play it play a little bit on the outside on the pat on the uh, in the parking lot and go inside and have a little gravy <laughs> speaking about taking the show on the road Gonna sing this second verse. Come down off your throne and leave your body alone. Yeah. Somebody must change. You are the reason I've been waiting so long. Somebody holds the key.
great tune. I, that's worth working on. That's yeah. That's one I've forgotten about. I can't believe that it's been what over a hundred shows and we haven't done that well, yet. When you find your, you got to find your voice. Like that stuff at the end was good, but man, you nailed the front of that. It was really neat <sighs> to listen to you. I was going to say that when I was in high school, my mom made me do chores like every Friday. I had to vacuum all the carpets, wash all the windows, dust all the furniture. And so the only way I got through this horrific thing was I had the radio with me. I had an AM radio, and I would put it on. Sometimes I would just run the stereo in the other room, and it was always something like that, like it was a Steve Winwood thing because I was... Take you there. Well, I was trying to learn how to sing, and I thought... He's got the best voice in rock, besides, you know, obvious people like the Beatles and all that. I wanted to see, because he had the high falsetto like Neil Young, but he could really sing full voice, and he did all that stuff yeah. with, you know, you, you know what I mean? Great, Give me some loving. Yeah, the, the, the way you sing, it, it grabs it nicely. Any fan of yours, of, of among which I am a major one, you know, it's fun to listen to you sing a bunch of different things. But every now and then, well, you know, you sing your own original stuff, and it always has that, you know, it has that classic sound. But now and then you grab something that's like, oh, you know, that's a real neat interpretation. Well, you should have heard, I mean, it would be funny if you can go back in time and hear me as I was trying to do it. Because I didn't know, you know, I, I could sing, but you know how when you're younger, you, you're finding your voice, you're not sure, and you want to, you try to see how high you can go. How, you know, and I would say, well, if I can get as high as Steve Winwood. I might be, I could do really well. And so I would try to get his nose. I go, ah, you know. Well, I have this experience of trying to find my voice, and it's every week on this show. Well, for and some reason, you know, it's harder. Sometimes I can't find it. I don't know whether it's the pressure or just the fact that it's a you know, room that's kind of a dead room, but this is one of the hardest environments for me to actually get my voice right. And it, I don't know what it is. Yeah, and, we, and we're doing I don't know it. What it and, is. We're, and, and like, like true professionals, we're putting it out there in We're going to just put it for you yeah. no matter what. Yeah, because there, there is no shame in our game. All right. Well, now. Well, speaking about our game and our songs and our music. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, let's get. Let's get. We well, got this new tradition. You want to say what it is? And Well, I think it's called the Mark Harmon moment. Yeah. Mr. Harmon, come in Cairo. Come in Wilmington. I'm here. You there, Marcus? I am here. What's up, man? I've got a thunderstorm happening right now. So, <laughs> so, so, wait, wait. Last week, last week, Mark, you know, we didn't want to say anything, but we, we, because we knew we, we, were, we had to take the shot with you, but you did have your laptop in front of your, in front of the picture. I know. Yes, and some I of the know. fans were a little bit, uh, there was a lot of consternation about that. Oh, well, well, this week, this week, definitely, it's better to see. Yeah, it's better to in, not see that. Yeah, in, in Chris has show me your hand, sir. Show me your hand. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, okay. people were on the complaint. live feed. I saw the live feed, and they're all, <laughs> "Where's his hands?" It's like you don't want someone asking where someone's hands are. You know where my hands are at. We want to. We we want to see your hands, Mark. <laughs> okay. Well, so anything to report this week, Mister Harmon? I'm just watching my hair grow out and reading a lot, riding a lot. How's the weather out there? Like I said, I'm in the middle of a thunderstorm right at the moment. Well, you know, you're living the life of luxury at the ocean. Oh, yeah. No, it's not fair, is it? I don't know if you'll hear the thunder or not. We threatening to have Mark go on location with some of these uh, 
mark moments. I'm not going out there in this. Some other fun festive well, well, stuff. Well, he can't he could even do. get it together to hide his laptop. Oh, How's he going to go on the beach? Really, Mike? Well, he's going to have to have his lovely wife. But <laughs> it'll be interesting because if he if he does hide himself at the beach, at least the beach will be in the background. The Ooh. waves. It'll be it'll be fun for the. It'll be worse. Yeah. All right, Mark. We're gonna we're gonna spring one on you right now. This what is you from your favorite album, everybody. Sticks and Stones, right? You all love that, right? Well, this is a Mark Tootle tune. We've done this many times on the show. It's one of our personal favorites. And Mark's going to play all the leads because I can't play lead and rhythm at the same time. I try, but it doesn't always work out. And we're going to slap the face of the days to come. All right. Yes. Boom, boom, boom.
ESPN 105, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played that one in a long time. Step away from the vehicle. See you, Mark. All right, brothers. Take care. Bye.